0: You're listening to Teach Me the Bible Podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Teach Me the Bible podcast. We are in the Bible in a Year series. Um, we have uh, made it a lot of the way through the story of the Bible uh, already. And uh, last week, we were in uh, the letter of 1 John. Uh, today, we are doing 2 and 1. We're doing Second and Third John together. Uh, because they're short letters. And so um, if this is your first time listening with us, we want to encourage you to uh, hop on over to teachmethebible.com and that'll start you from the beginning. It'll give you some introductory material, but also start you at the beginning of the story because the Bible is a story and and we are almost to the end of the story. So we're going to be talking about things. You'll hear things that that might not make sense to you if you don't start from the beginning. So we'll encourage you to do that. Um, with that said, for those of who are following along? Uh, we're going to pick up in Second John right now. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. There's so many things that I think need to be mentioned <clears throat> before we jump into uh, some of these letters, and, and 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 just to be reminded, or maybe there are probably things that if we thought about it, we'd go, "Oh yeah, well that makes sense." But we're not we're not aware of it. Um, uh, one is that. Not everyone had a copy of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's important to keep in mind. Absolutely. Because the only place that you could go to, to interact with the Scriptures was the synagogue. Uh, you know, the, the Jews had copies of the Scriptures. Uh, but as this New Testament story develops, and as the church becomes increasingly Gentile, and banished from the synagogue, they, yes. they, the Gentile can't go into the synagogue, <clears throat> then how do they... Learn the scriptures, so they, you know, devoted themselves to prayer and uh, to the apostles' words. Um, uh, but for the Jew, um, you know, they were still going to the synagogue and right. and and teaching Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, it's important to kind of keep that in mind as we think about these letters, because it's easy to think that things have always been the way they are today. Uh, they had email and. <laughs> you know, and uh internet and right. uh everybody had their own uh, copy of the of the Bible on their cell phone and and it's it's you know, I've lived long enough where it was dramatically different in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um and now we think about uh, you know, a time when there's there's no uh there's no copies of the Bible. There was no printing press and you know, so we're not gonna have individual copies of the Bible for you know, for a thousand, two, you know, approaching two thousand years, you know, mm-hmm. 1800s, 1900s. Now people are starting to get their own copies of the Bible. Um, um, but, but not so back then. So it's, it's important to remember that. Um, and then there's a couple passages that I think are helpful. It's kind of the backdrop, serve as the backdrop that, uh, that if you know the story of the New Testament, uh, one is in Galatians chapter two. Uh, and this is where uh, Paul and, Peter and James and John and Barnabas are all gathered up, and and they come to an agreement. Uh, and, and Paul recounts this in Galatians chapter two, uh, that Paul and Barnabas would take the gospel to the Gentiles, and Peter, James, and John to the uncircum or to the circumcised, to the to the Jews, to the Jews, right? Uh, and so, um, um, so that's one passage. And and a note uh, should be made here. We tend to think of Christianity as a new religion, mm. um. Christianity is not a new religion. Uh, if you asked Paul or Peter, James, John, hey, are y'all starting a new religion? They'd say, uh, no. This is what we've heard from the beginning. This is how John begins his gospel. What was from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 word became flesh and tabernacle among us. The the, the words of the apostles and prophets. This is not the a new religion. It is a continuation of the only true religion there is uh the old testament spoke of this one who was coming and so um these words the 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 scriptures were given to israel and the jews you know knew that the, that the scriptures were talking about a coming christ and they believed right. that the christ had come but the jews were still rejecting that so yes. keep that in mind Uh, The other uh, passage that I think is uh, that I always try to keep in mind when I'm reading these John's letters or Johannine, that's what we call it, Johannine or John's letters, uh, is uh, chapter uh, 15 and 16 of the Gospel of John. This is the upper room discourse. Uh, But all these things they will do to you for for my namesake, this is in 1521, because they do not know the one who sent me, If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done uh, works, uh, if I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and hated me and my father as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he continues down into chapter 16. These things I've spoken to you to keep you from stumbling. They, these, the antagonists, the Jews, the rejecting Jews, will make you outcast from the synagogue. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal, right? Um, in back in chapter ten, they they claim to hold access to the synagogue. Um, they think that they are the the means by which people gain access to God, and Jesus is going to say, "I am the way and the truth and the life. I am the gate. Yeah. I control access to the Father, not you." Well, that puts a whole lot of context. In yeah. That. yeah. And so they will make you outcasts from the synagogue, but an hour is coming for everyone who kills you to think that he is offering service to God. And these things they will do because they have not known the Father or me. But these things I have spoken to you, that when the hour comes, you may remember that I told you, uh, these things of you. These things I did not say at the beginning because I was with you. <clears throat> so what should you expect if if you're you've read the Gospels and, and you know where this thing's headed. Israel overwhelmingly has rejected. There's a believing remnant. Uh, they're trying to convince the people in the synagogues. This is what Paul's doing. Every city he goes, he's going to the synagogue and and reasoning with the Jews. And mm-hmm. they're rejecting him, and they're making him outcast in the synagogue. And, right. and that's exactly what's playing out. Uh, but some of these Jews have believed. Uh, and uh, so in uh, uh, Second John and Third John, we have letters to a... Uh, to two different, uh, folks and, uh, and they're believers. And so John is encouraging them, uh, to continue in the faith, in the truth. And the truth is Christ. I am the way and the truth and the life. So the right. truth is Christ. Um, and reject the deceivers. And he's introduced this, these deceivers, uh, in, uh, first John and the gospel of John. These are the ones who, uh, deceive. Uh, for many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is the, this is the deceiver and the Antichrist. And back in 1 John chapter 4, um, John explains the Antichrist. Uh, he, he's, he is telling these Jewish believers, this is in 1 John, uh, By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus has come in the flesh is from God. Every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the Spirit of Antichrist. Of which you've heard is coming, and now is already in the world. Little, uh, you are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He who is in you than He who is in the world. They're from the world; and therefore, they speak the things of the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Talking about the apostles, He who knows God, back in uh, verse, uh, you know, verse two, uh, and verse four. You are from God. He who is from God, like you all. Listens to us, okay, and so we're going to hear the same thing playing out in uh, in <clears throat> for Second John and Third John. Yes, uh, and so um, so in Second John, uh, the elder. This is a John, the the elder, uh, to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but all those who know the truth. For the sake of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. All right, so. Remember this apostolic authority right. we have seen, we've heard, we proclaim to you so that you may have fellowship with us as indeed our fellowship is with the Father right. and with the Son, that's First that's John. Uh, grace, mercy, and peace be with, uh, with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, from the, the Son of the Father in truth and in love. I was very glad to find some of your children walking in truth. You have to keep John's language going. Walking in truth, what does that mean? Walking in faith in Christ, right? Uh, and we have uh, just as we received commandment to do from the Father. So we receive the commandment. We proclaim to you. It's good to see some of your children walking in our commandment, which is God's commandment, which is to believe in Christ. Right? Uh, these are His commands. First John chapter three verses twenty three and and following that you believe in uh, His Son and love one another just as He commanded us. And so all of this is. The language of John just continues. Uh, and now I ask you, lady, not as writing to you a new commandment, but one which you've uh, we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, that we should walk according to his commands. And this is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning that you should walk in it. Notice the pronouns keep going, the, the consistency and use of pronouns. For many deceivers have gone out into the world that do not acknowledge Jesus Christ coming in the flesh. Uh, They don't acknowledge Jesus as the Christ who has come in the flesh. If you ask the Jew, do you believe that the Christ is coming or do you believe in Christ? They'd go, "Uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, Do you believe the Christ has come? No. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ who has come? Oh, absolutely not. Right. Um, Well, this is the deceiver. This is the Antichrist. And so the deceivers aren't going out drink uh, you know teaching um drinking or smoking or you know right what they're they're rejecting Christ, yeah. they're teaching
0: Who is the, the law, yeah. but
1: they're rejecting Christ right so watch yourselves uh, so that you may not lose what we have accomplished, that you may not lose what we have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward. well what's the full reward? eternal life mm-hmm. right. Uh, anyone who goes too far and does not abide in the teaching of Christ. Now is that the teach if Christ's teaching or is it the teaching concerning Christ? Well, it's one and the same. Mm-hmm. Right? So it doesn't matter if it's the teaching of Christ or right. the teaching the words that concerning Christ, Christ received
0: from the Father, he gave
1: to the Apostles, apostles yeah. which and they so, passed to these... So, so Moses' teaching was God's teaching. Right. God's teaching was Moses' teaches. Mo- Moses' teaching was Jesus' teaching. Jesus' teaching was the apostles' teaching. It's all the same teaching, mm. yes. right? Uh, it is the good teaching. It mm. is the sound doctrine yes. that Paul will talk about. And if anyone does not abide in the teaching of Christ, he doesn't have God. Because if you reject the Father, you reject the Son. It's the same thing that he's been saying over and over. The one who abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. Mm. Um. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, rejects Christ, do not receive him into the house, into your house, and do not give him a greeting. For the one who gives him a greeting participates in his evil deeds. Well, what evil deeds is he talking about here? He's talking about the deeds of you know, justification through law-keeping, the rejection of Christ. Uh, he's still committing the sin, which is the rejection of Christ. This comes right. from from first John. First John, yeah. So see, I have many, many other things to write to you, but I don't, have, uh, don't want to use up the paper and ink, and so I'll talk to you when I come. But, but he felt it necessary to send this letter along. And the second uh, and third John is very much the same. It's a letter to a guy named Gaius, uh, whom I love in truth. Mm-hmm. Same language. Beloved, I pray that in all aspects uh, you may prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers. For I was very glad when brethren came and bore witness of your truth. That is, that you're walking in truth. I have no greater joy than this, to hear uh, of my children walking in truth, walking in Christ. Beloved, you are acting faithfully in whatever uh, you accomplish for the brethren, uh, and especially strangers. Hmm. Uh, And they bear witness of your love before the church, and you do well to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. For they went out for the sake of the name— Accepting nothing from the Gentiles. Now, what is that? Accepting mm. nothing from the Gentiles. Well, this verse causes a lot of people some uh, some some struggle. Maybe accepting nothing from the pagans or nothing from outside the church. Well, that, that's that's one way that people try to handle it. Um, but I think instead, it's accepting nothing from the Gentiles. I think it is what it says. Right. Um, the um, the, the, this gospel was going out from Israel uh, through the, from the believing remnant of Israel. And so, for example, Paul's taking a, uh, he's going around and taking up a collection, an offering and taking it back to the saints who were in Jerusalem before uh, he explains it this way. For if you, um, received, if you benefited from their spiritual gifts, their, their spiritual inheritance, uh, you are indebted to them to share in a physical gift. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, you've benefited from their, you know, the gospel the, that has come from them. Uh, it's your responsibility to participate uh, with him. And So so there's this special place uh, in is- uh, for Israel, for this Jewish believer. Uh, Paul calls himself a <laughs> bondservant of Christ. Um, that's not a general term. It's a term that comes out of the Old Testament. It comes out of Isaiah. Uh, it is a it is a term of the the servant who lays down his life for the servant Israel, so that the servant Israel would serve him and taking the gospel to the Gentiles. Uh, and so this is uh, this is very important. This this uh, this this language and this concept of of this kingdom of priests, this holy nation taking the gospel out yeah. to the Gentiles, yeah, that's good. Uh, not receiving anything from them, but giving something to them. I'm reminded of a of a passage back in Deuteronomy, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 15. And, and of course, this is, uh, uh, the, the, the law concerning the year of remission, but there's a, an interesting thing that, uh, that Moses says here, and I would like to read this, uh, read this to you. It says, at the end of every seven years, you shall grant remission of debt. And this is the manner of the remission. Every creditor shall release what is loaned to his neighbor and so forth and so on. Uh, and, um, And he commends them, he explains them, he says, Then if you listen obediently to the voice of the Lord your God, this is in chapter 15, verse 5, to observe carefully this commandment, which I am commanding you today, for the Lord your God shall bless you, as he's promised you. And you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. Hmm. You will rule over the nations, but they will not rule over you. Wow. Uh, accepting nothing from the Gentiles. That's cool. Right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so I think this is very, this, this is very tied to the Old Testament and to the reality of the ministry of the Jews of, of Israel, the believing remnant. The problem is, and this is in verses nine through really the end of the, the book. Um, uh, there's this guy named Diatrophes who loves to be first. So I wrote something to the church. Um, We make a distinction between the word church and synagogue, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and certainly in the Old Testament in Septuagint these are interchangeable. Right in why are they interchangeable? Well, because they go back to a common word in both Aramaic and Hebrew, which is the assembly. The kahal is the assembly to assemble, Uh, and uh, you know, and so they're they're in the assembly. Uh, you know, so I wrote something to the assembly, to the church, to the gathering, but Diatrophes, who loves to be first among them, does not accept what we say. He rejects the words of the the apostles, Mm. except rejects the words of, of John. For this reason, if I come, I will call attention to his deeds, which he does unjustly accusing us with wicked words and not satisfied with this, neither does he himself receive the brethren. So he rejects the apostles' words and he rejects the brethren, and this goes back to the spirit of Antichrist. They reject the Father, they reject the Son, and they reject the brethren. Mm. The children of God and the children of the devil are are obvious. It's easy to see them. It's easy to see the distinction, right? Believe in the Son, love the brethren, listen to the apostles, reject the apostles, reject Christ, reject the brethren. It's just crystal clear. Um, But he puts them out of the church. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. The one who does good is of God. The one who does not uh, does evil is not of God. Now, one of the problems that I think people run into in these in these books is they lose the context. I'm reminded here, and I think this will help us, of Paul's uh, Paul's view. And Paul was the was the uh, was the apostle to the Gentiles, uh, but did he have a um, heart, a compassion, to take the gospel to the Gentiles? Mm. Um, Uh, Brethren, my heart's desire and my prayer to God is for them, talking about Israel, and for their their salvation. Um, Has God rejected his people? May it never be. I say then, they did not stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be. But by their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles. And he explains that, uh, that his whole purpose, I'm speaking to you who are Gentiles. This is in Romans chapter 11. Verse thirteen, uh, I'm speaking to you, who are Gentiles. In so much as I'm an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry, mm-hmm. if somehow I might move to jealousy my fellow countrymen uh, and save uh, and save some of them. Mm. Uh, chapter nine of Romans, I'm telling you the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience bearing witness uh, in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing grief in my heart, for I wish that I myself were accursed, separate from Christ, for the sake of my brethren. My kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are Israelites, mm-hmm. and to whom belongs the adoption of sons, and the uh, and the glory, and the and the covenants, and the giving of the law, that he's he 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 has this deep for passion Jews. for yeah. this desire for the Jews. It, 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 we would think, you know, we kind of have this flippant. Well, you know, if they reject, and we just won't go to church there anymore. <laughs> no, no, uh, they have these apostles have they have seen. They have touched. They have heard. They they've witnessed the resurrected Christ, mm-hmm. and the very people that the Christ was promised to has rejected mm-hmm. their brethren, mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, so this is uh, this is central, yeah. uh, not only to Paul's ministry, right. but certainly to the yeah. ministry of those who are who are, are, are taking the gospel to the Jews. Yeah. Peter and James, and yeah. John. And that's so important. He's going
0: to the Gentiles in order to make Israel jealous, yeah. to bring them to yeah. repentance. And so a ministry to the Gentiles is a ministry to the Jews.
1: Yeah, is a ministry to the Jews. Yeah. Uh, and if if the ministry to the Gentiles is the ministry to the Jews, how much more How much more would be the ministry of the Jews to the ministry of the Jews? Yeah, <laughs> right, that's right. The, Peter, James, and John, right? right. Uh, yeah. And so uh, they, they uh, are trying to, to convince these Jews to to uh, believe that Jesus is the Christ, um, so beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. The one who does good is of God. Or the, the The good is the the faith in Christ, and the one who does the evil has not seen God. Demetrius has received good testimony from everyone, and from the truth itself, and we bear witness also. And you know his witness is true. I have many things to write to you, but I'm not willing to write to you with pen and ink, but I hope to see you shortly. And so very similar ending to, mm-hmm. to third John. And so we're kind of getting a glimpse into John's life and ministry in trying to share the gospel with the Jews. A few are believing increasingly as the church progresses to the end of the first yeah. century, and this would be when this letter was written. Mm-hmm. Um, not many Jews are believing. And increasingly... The Jews are rejecting Christ and the gospel is going to the Gentiles. And over the coming centuries and millennia, uh, the church will become increasingly, almost exclusively, a Gentile uh, entity, a a Gentile church, a Gentile religion, um, and uh, a bunch of Gentiles who don't know the Old Testament, the Old Testament story. Uh, And so that's going to be problematic. I think it's going to produce all kinds of of really not helpful discussions in our theological circles between continuity and discontinuity. Think about this continuity and discontinuity between the old covenant (laughs) and the new covenant to Israel. Mm -hmm. Well, if you know the old Testament, you know that there is no discontinuity between the old covenant and the new covenant because it was in the old covenant that they talked about the new covenant <laughs> that's right. and why the new why they needed the new covenant and, yeah. and how that new covenant was going to come to pass and if you know the prophets and if you know uh, the Song of Moses Deuteronomy thirty two, this is just a simple single story. Right. So anyway, so so that's uh, uh second and third John as we're talking about these general epistles. We're we're getting a glimpse into uh, these apostles' life and ministry, trying mm-hmm. to take the gospel to yeah. the Jews and yeah. uh, and it is. Uh, uh, it's mixed for yeah. sure.
0: And trying to set up the church for success after their departure, you yes. know, as they, as they, yeah. you know, you see that at the end of Paul's ministry and uh, John and Peter, they're trying, you know, as they're about to die, they have to, they have to appoint elders and people who are going to stick to yeah. their, stick to their words. And
1: yep, yeah. um, certainly see that in Peter. Yeah. Certainly, you see that in Paul's Paul, letter, yeah. Second Peter. Yeah, right. First uh, uh, Timothy and Titus are the three that come to mind. Yeah immediately yeah. um, so this is just commending people for walking in the truth in the midst of unbelievable persecution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, rejection of their brethren mm. uh, and so these are uh, letters of encouragement yeah that's good um, and to not participate in the deeds yeah. of the the unbelieving brethren right. who reject Christ wow that's so.
0: good very good. All right. Well, that was second or uh, second and third John, uh, and so we have one more book, Jude, uh, and then we are to Revelation, uh, and we're going to spend a little bit more time in Revelation. I believe, we're so. back
1: to John. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're back to John in Revelation. So. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well. Uh, so we will pick up next week in uh, in Jude's letter, uh, and so we'll we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's Word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.